Hi, this is Kelly, your certified health coach. And this is Scarlett, your life coach here in the Valley of the Sun. Welcome to Hot in Arizona. And it got hot again. Oh my gosh. Yep. Holy cow, it's supposed to be like 109 or something. Something stupid. That's just crazy. I hate it. <laughs> it makes me you know, cranky. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I really, really hate it. I just, I just wish I could be outside more. Yeah, I, I, just, I just don't like it. <laughs> I want to be outside, but then, and then I start to glisten. I don't like to glisten. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't like that feeling. I know. <laughs> and my hair gets all like, icky. Yep. I just, yeah, I don't yep. care for that. I don't care for that at all. Yeah. So, you know, um, one of the Facebook groups that I belong to, it's so funny, it's, a, it's an Arizona Facebook group, and I thought it was about living in Arizona and it's not it's actually people who want to live in Arizona asking like a gazillion questions about scorpions <laughs> <laughs> so this guy that is the it's his page he's the moderator and everything and he did a he did a uh, he's got a YouTube channel and he did a YouTube video and he's like so um all the people from Arizona asked me to do this video for all of you wanting to live in Arizona and uh, one of the things they asked me to tell you is we know it's hot <laughs> because it's all they do is complain it's like so you don't need to come here and tell us how hot it is because we know we know yes we yeah. are aware so <laughs> if, you, if you don't like the heat I would not I would not come if I were you. So it was just kind of funny. It was just, he was a funny dude. So, yeah, don't, we know it's hot. You don't need to remind yes, us. we have snakes, we have scorpions, and it's hot. And it's hot, so. But it's not hot on all of Arizona. No, no. There are parts of Arizona that are actually really nice. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, those are nice places to go and visit. Luckily, mm -hmm. we do have that. Mm-hmm. We do have that. Arizona is very diverse. So diverse. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. But everybody focuses on the, the desert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's what everybody kind of promotes a, a lot. Yeah. So when you think of Arizona, you think of, of cacti. Exactly. <laughs> and those are beautiful, too. <clears throat> they are. In their own right. Mm -hmm. And, um, but there are, I mean, there are just like tons and tons of places to go to, to do whatever you want to do, mm -hmm. to do whatever. Um, there's so much to do up north. Yeah. Like, even like, like Tuba City. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really think of going to Tuba City, really, but they have like dinosaur tracks up there. Really? There were actually a lot of dinosaurs in Arizona. Oh, yeah. Well, when I was in, uh, in sixth grade. Yeah. I think it was sixth grade. Yeah. They found dinosaur bones in St. John's. Get out of town. And all of us kids would go over to that. It was just like just um, north of the junior high. Yeah. So they'd let all of us kids get out of school sometimes oh and God. walk over there. They'd oh. walk us over there so How that we fun. could watch them excavate this huge dinosaur that they oh found my God. in St. John's. I can't even it was, imagine. Actually, it was more like, a, I think it was a woolly mammoth. Get out. Okay. It was so cool. That is too cool. It was really, really that. cool. That is way too cool. Way yes. too cool. It was a great experience. Oh, absolutely. You know, if we would have had cell phones back then, I'd have had a ton of pictures. But. can't even imagine. <laughs> that is, like, way too cool. Mm -hmm. You know, and what little kid doesn't like dinosaurs, right? Right. Like, I was talking with a friend of mine um, 
we were talking about like um, letting kids watch inappropriate shows, TV shows or movies and stuff. And we were laughing because my oldest used to watch a lot of inappropriate stuff. Even my youngest, he did too. But my oldest, um, (laughs) he watched a lot of inappropriate stuff. My mother was like, are you kidding me? But one of the things that he really, really loved, I remember we, a bunch of us went out one night for happy hour. And one of my friends, her daughter, offered to babysit. And he was like two, okay, Uh two years old. And we leave him there at the house. We go to happy hour, have a great time. We come back a couple of hours later, and we're pulling up in front of my friend's house just in time to watch my two-year-old son walk out the front door. Like, he's like storming out the door. (laughs) And the daughter is running after him, and she's like, I don't know, 13, (laughs) running after him. And I felt, I'm like, what's the matter? And he's grumbling and whining, and she says, <laughs> she says he got mad because I wouldn't let him watch a movie. I said, well, what movie was it? She says, Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. She says, I didn't know if you let him watch that. I'm like, yeah, it's his favorite. So uh, I said his favorite part is where, you know, the attorney gets eaten. <laughs> he loves dinosaurs. They just do. They love dinosaurs. And then um, it got me to thinking, you know, so I'll, maybe I'll rewatch that again just because it was a good movie. Uh-huh. And there was that part in there where the girl, it's like after the dinosaurs are loose and everything, and the young girl is up in the tree with her brother and the doctor, and um, she's scared to death, scared to death. And this huge brachiosaurus comes over. And she's just so scared. She's like, is that, is that, you know, and she can't think of the word, like carnivore or herbivore. And she's like, is that a, is that a, a, a metasaurus? <laughs> and her brother's like, it's a veggie-saurus, it's a veggie-saurus. And then, of course, the thing sneezes all over her. <laughs> oh, my God, I just love that part. But I always think, you know, whenever I think of, like, dinosaurs, mm-hmm. I don't know why. But I always think of cavemen. Yes, because... Dinosaurs and cavemen. Because... Were they together? I don't think so. I don't know, but I, I always think... think. That, I don't think there were humans on the planet when dinosaurs were on the planet, but... I guess... I don't know, but I do always think about that. Well, that's because when, at growing up, we watched all the cartoons and everything right. that they put the cavemen they did, with didn't they? the dinosaurs. Yes, yes, they did. They stuck them out there with them. I mean, don't quote me on the whole time frame because I'm not very good at that but you know I, I don't either. think I don't think that there were humans on the planet I don't when think so I don't think so weren't. but I think there were when there were like woolly mammoths yes but not right like the Jurassic right right yeah yeah but even still it still got me but to, it still gets you the connection yeah yes. I just always think caveman mm-hmm. and dinosaurs and and then I was like I don't know I was just like thinking <clears throat> about all of that and how what what did they what did they eat I mean they had to forage yes yes they had to forage hard yes they did yes they did hardcore yep and where did our when did our eating habits become such crap (laughs) I mean I know to me in my head it was somewhere like around the 60s uh, <laughs> no, actually, it was way before then. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah. life for me started in the 60s. 
<laughs> yes, literally. So, so, literally started literally, in the 60s. So before that, does it really matter? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, Who that's cares? too funny. Yeah, no, so... But, but, so... I mean, we've talked about diets before, right? Yes, uh -huh. And types of eating. Mm -hmm. And there is a type of eating for that. Yes. Right? Yes. It's called, they had many names. They have many names for it. When it was the paleo diet, that's what paleo. everybody knows at the most. most. Right. Uh, the paleolithic diet, the caveman diet. Right. Okay. Um, Which know, to me would make sense. Yeah, right. Like right. And it's talking about getting us back to our beginnings. Mm -hmm. That's what this diet is all about. Right. And uh, it's something that we might have eaten during the Paleolithic era, which uh, dates... I'm, I'm looking at the Mayo Clinic website right now, oh. just to give you... So that I can give you the accurate information. Right on. Uh, 2.5 million to 10,000 years ago. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it includes... Right? It's weird. I can't even... That's, I can't even crazy. wrap my head around that. I can't seriously. either. I can't either. Uh, the Paleo diet includes lean meats... Fish, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Because this is the stuff that we could do, get by hunting and gathering. Right, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Now, I want you to notice something that's not on there. Mm -hmm. Dairy. Right. So, and, and this is kind of the thing that, you know, I'm, again, lactose intolerant. I've never been a milk drinker because I can't handle it. Right. Um, but I've always kind of wondered, why do people... Uh, push milk so much mm -hmm. when we are like the only animals mm -hmm. that drink another animal's milk. Right. They push it because it's um, higher in protein, higher in vitamin D. And, and the dairy council and, has a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. And calcium. But that's the reason that they push the dairy. Um, but the reason, the paleo diet does limit those foods like dairy, legumes. Right, because and they grains. Really kind of weren't there. They right? weren't there. Yeah, so that the farming, common farming, emerged about 10,000 years ago. And that's um, because of the farming, it changed the way humans ate. Right. And so, but humans, their genetics couldn't catch up to the speed of the farming processing. And so that's why our bodies, they call it, I'll give you what it's called genetically mismatched in the modern diet that emerged from farming practices, an idea known as the discordance hypothesis. Wow. Meaning that our bodies couldn't keep up with the rapid changing of the farming, which brought us grains, which brought us legumes, and which brought us dairy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So one of the things, and, and again, we always tell you guys, if you're going to change your diet, mm -hmm. Talk check your with your doctor. Mm -hmm. But... From what I hear, people who do the paleo diet mm -hmm. notice better digestion. Absolutely. Absolutely, because, you know, a lot of people are, are there are always going to be those people out there that don't agree with the paleo diet because right. you're not eating your grains. Right. You're not eating your dairy. Right. <clears throat> I did go paleo several years ago. And the time that I was paleo, I was paleo for about a year and a half to two years. Mm -hmm. I have never felt so good in my whole life. I went off the wagon and I have had a hard time getting back on the paleo wagon because I just, I, I, I have so many cravings and stuff. Right. And I have the cravings because I allowed myself to give into that 
So my body just craves it, and I, I keep eating that crappy stuff. Because it's hard. It, it is hard. hard. It is it, hard. I get it. But, yeah. boy, let me tell you, my body loved me when I was paleo. I just hear the people, they just have this general, better general well-being. Yes. You know? Now, of course, kind of a no-no for vegetarians. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, because, you know, where are they going to get a lot of their protein? Because yeah. there's no legumes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that would be very difficult for them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people argue, those that are really for it, argue that because uh, this was the way that our, our bodies were, mm-hmm. that's why it's easier to digest. This is what exactly. our bodies were made for. This is, yes, this is how our bodies were made to eat. Right. And that is why our bodies love us so much. And you can, I lost, when I went paleo, I lost like 35 pounds. I remember that. And boy, did I feel good. I mean, I had energy. Yeah. I wasn't sick all the time. And I didn't have those massive cravings all the time. And I just, I didn't have the headaches that I do, that I get. Really? Yeah. I, I just, my skin was completely clear. I mean, it was amazing. You were looking really good. I was looking good back then. You really were. I mean, you look good anyway. But you looked vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. I had like color to my skin. You looked vibrant. And, and you did, you did seem like happier. I was happier. And it, you know, eating healthy affects your brain. Oh, yeah. So, Dumb. you know, so, hey. You know, we don't think about this stuff. We just kind of take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We just take it for granted. Exactly. So it's heavy on proteins or meat. Lean meat, uh, especially grass fed or wild game. So like elk or deer or buffalo, buffalo, that kind of stuff is really popular in the paleo diet. Yeah, um, I'm more of the grass-fed animals. I don't really like the wild game stuff; um, it's too strong for me. Yeah, but I'm not a huge meat eater either. Yeah, I'm not. Which is interesting either. that I can eat on this diet and feel good. Because yeah, I'm not a huge, <laughs> huge yeah. meat eater. As a matter of fact, if I eat too much meat, I feel sick. Right, right. Um, fruits. And that's my downfall. Yeah, is fruits because being being a type two diabetic, I uh-huh. have to be careful. Absolutely, you definitely have to be careful. Yeah, but there are some fruits that are low on the glycemic oh, sure. index. Like, Absolutely, you know we've talked about it before: watermelon and pineapple. Yes, um, oh, watermelon, vegetables, mm. lots of vegetables. I mean, they you know like the keto diet, they limit you on what vegetables you can eat. Because some of them are a little bit higher in sugar content. For me, it's like, you know what? It's a vegetable. It has nutrients. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So if I like it, I'm going to eat it. I'm a huge zucchini person. I can't eat zucchini by itself, but I will eat it with things. And it's pretty good. I eat zucchini by itself. It takes the flavor on of whatever I put it with. That's true. It does. But Mm -hmm. I just like plain zucchini. Nuts and seeds. I like nuts and seeds. They're huge in the paleo pumpkin diet. Pumpkin seeds. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin oh seeds, sunflower God. seeds, chia seeds, oh. you know, things like that. And that's how you get your, your good fats and yes. your good proteins. And yep. And, of course, chia, sprinkle that shit everywhere. Oh, hell yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, if you're going to have a smoothie, put it in your smoothie. Mm-hmm. Put it on a salad. Put it over a steak. Put it everywhere. <laughs> exactly. I love chia seeds. I do, too. They're really, really, oh really good for you. But, you know, I think they throw this term around a lot, superfoods. Right. But chia seeds right. really are the epitome of a superfood. And um, it's so easy. Yeah. 
fish, uh, especially those rich in omega-3 fatty acids, such as salmon, mackerel, or albacore tuna. I do not eat fish. I can't stand it. I know it. you don't. Uh, I know you don't. And I, I do eat fish. I do like fish. Sometimes I even crave salmon. I'm pretty picky, you know, about my salmon because a lot of people, they do that farm-raised uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Bad news. Yeah. You don't do farm-raised. Don't, don't do that. No. You do the wild-caught. Wild-caught, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love farm-raised stuff with the antibiotics and the... They're swimming around in the... No. No. Yeah. <laughs> they need to be wild and free. Exactly. They need to be wild and free. You know, I caught a fish one time. 27-inch, 8-pound salmon. Oh, wow. Off the coast of California. Nice. It was awesome. That is awesome. Oh, I know. Oh. I was damn impressed. I'd be impressed with myself, too. Yeah. Um, oil from fruit and nuts, such as olive oil or walnut oil, almond oil. Yeah. Coconut oil is huge. It's used a lot in the paleo diet because coconuts are super good for you. Yep, and I love me some coconut. Yeah, I have a hard time with it. Yeah, I like the coconut oil though because it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't have a long, really strong coconut taste. Right. No, it doesn't. So, yeah, it doesn't. I do. Um, also, you can eat clarified butter also called ghee mm-hmm. so they they purify it to clarify it to take all the the lactose out of it and the fats that are not good for you the parts right. that are the sugars that aren't good for you right um things were foods to avoid when you're on the paleo diet green right huge Duh, obvious. yeah such as wheat oats and barley legumes a lot of people don't realize um what exactly a legume is those mm-hmm. are the beans your lentils, your peanuts. Right. People think that peanuts are nuts, but they're not. They're legumes. They're legumes. And peas. Peas are legumes. Um, dairy products, of course. Refined sugar. Um, salt. Potatoes. Oh. Potatoes are very starchy. Oh. I think that's why. Poor potatoes. I know. And highly processed foods, of course. You know, you don't want to be right. eating that stuff. But you shouldn't right. be eating that no matter what. Exactly. <laughs> Stay away from that crap. Yeah. So easy for me to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, me, personally, I am working on trying to get back onto the paleo diet just because I did feel so, so much better. Mm-hmm. And I did lose all that weight. And I really... And I'm trying to get my daughter to do that, too. She's kind of struggling with that, but <laughs> that idea. Yeah. But now that she knows she can't have dairy, I think that that's kind of leading her more towards that, doing that. Good. You know? Good. Yeah. So she's kind of trying to see. It's hard to break habits. It is. But that's really all it is, is a habit. Yep. But it is hard. It's difficult. you got to keep at it. Mm-hmm. And, and not give up and have, you know, make sure that you, you really look into it so that you do have, uh, all the choices because Mm -hmm. there really are a lot of choices. Mm -hmm. Do your research. Absolutely. That's what I did. I am not a research person. I just was like, no, no, no. But I was feeling so sick that I was like, and I had read that book. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it was a book about gluten and getting rid of gluten in your why gluten is so bad yeah and I was like okay so then I just I just started doing a little bit of research on that and that led me into the paleo diet which led me into this I mean just went broad (laughs) and I was like I read all the rabbit hole I did (laughs) I went down the rabbit hole and I read all this research and I found that paleo is really what I wanted to do so I did that and boy for me it was good. Now, everybody's body is different. Yes. Like we said, talk to your doctor, but also go by, 
by what your body says. Right. Even if, a, you know, sometimes doctors tell you things and they're really broad and generic. So you have to do what's good for your body. Right. And when we tell you to check with your doctor, we're wanting to make sure that you're healthy enough that your body can withstand any any major change in exactly. eating. Exactly. Uh, it, <clears throat> and, you know, if your doctor... Whether or not he says, oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you, okay, I understand. However, if I want to do it, am I healthy enough to go ahead? It, you know, make sure it's not going to interfere with any medications. Right. Um, make sure that, that there's nothing there that, you know, if you're going to a, a very high-protein diet, if you're going to be eating, like, a lot of fatty steaks and stuff, mm -hmm. yeah, that's not going to be good for your heart. Right. So make sure that you are healthy enough that your body can withstand that change. Yep. And then try that out. And do your research on what good healthy fats are. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no. Absolutely. And there really are. There is a lot of information out there. Mm -hmm. Some of it makes things a little more difficult than I feel it needs to be. Yep. Um, I don't like things that get too technical. Me neither. Uh, I want it very simple and easy. I want to be able to cook something up in a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to blanch anything or massage anything. Right. Or, you know, <laughs> you know, take it out on a couple of dates. No. I just want to be able to cook it easily. Yep. And don't tell me to cut something on the bias. No. Just tell me to either put it in an oven or a frying pan <laughs> and let's go. Exactly. Let's go. But it is important to just double check with your doctor. But I think that it, it, it does sound really interesting. You know, um, I did cut out carbs a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, it did like a world of wonder for me. Mm -hmm. But I did not go so far as to do like a paleo thing. And right. I'm wondering, because I do love my fruits and veggies, mm -hmm. if that would, I wonder if that would be the way for me to go. You should do your research on I that. I know. You should. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we should do that. Yeah. You know, um, if anybody wants to join me, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start it. No, and we I'm, should. I'm, Seriously. Yeah. I'll join you. Re excellent. Yeah. I'm going to start it and yeah. I'm going to be good about it because I've been so bad lately. Yeah. And we can like I share can some recipes it. and stuff and, mm -hmm. and, um. Yeah, I wanted. I want to try that just because I I don't feel good. Right. And I know it's my eating. I know it is. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a woman at work the other day, and she was like, "I think I need to start cooking my own food because I, I come to work and I buy the food that's here, and I feel Ew. sick all the time." She's oh, like, God, "All the yes. time." Oh. And I said, "Yeah, you know, it's something you really think about is cooking your own food because then you know what's in it and you know right. what your body can eat." And it doesn't, you know. Again, you have said this I don't know how many times and you do this prep oh yeah food prepping is huge it's the only way to go it is the only way especially to especially if you're working full time mm -hmm. you know it's one of the things I'm a certified nutritional therapist okay mm -hmm. one of the things my clients that I had the hardest time with was getting them to prep to spend that time mm -hmm. if you're in that vicious cycle where you're tired. You don't feel good. Mm -hmm. So you know you need to eat healthier, but you can't because you're tired and you don't feel good, which it just it just goes round and round. If yep. if one day, just one day, push yourself through it or get somebody to help you. Yeah. To prep that one day for yep. the week. Oh, it's so worth it. It's so then worth it. Then at the end of that week, come the next week, you're gonna feel a little bit better. Yep, it is so worth it. And you're it. gonna say, you know what, maybe I can, I got this. 
Mm-hmm. And now it is going to be a cycle, but it won't be a vicious one. Right. Right. Right? Let me tell you, taking that extra time, just putting it on your calendar, I'm going to take two hours to, to do my food prepping. Whether that means you're cooking your food ahead of time and just having it in the fridge and freezer, mm-hmm. or whether that means just making sure that all your veggies and fruits are cut up so mm-hmm. that they're ready to go, mm-hmm. whatever that food prepping looks like for you. Right. Right. Do it. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend it and suggest it because it makes your life so much easier. I do not like to cook when I get home from work. So I make sure that I have my food cooked mm-hmm. ahead of time. Then I can just eat when I'm ready. Right. And right. eat what I've cooked. Exactly. Exactly. When I have lunch, good lunches to take to work. When I don't cook, when I don't do my food prep, I eat like shit. And if you want to so. like put a little you know, money into it, and it's not that much money, Mm-mm. on Amazon, they have those cute little, um, you know, trays with mm-hmm. the lids. Mm-hmm. They're like little to-go mm-hmm. box things. I have one of those, yeah. And they have them, like, in sets of, like, they do. you know, five, six, mm-hmm. and they're not expensive. Mm. They're not that expensive. So, to just to get that done and put them in your fridge, seriously, man, you're going off to work, you just grab one of those bad boys. Yep. When you get to work, you put it in, you know, in the freezer or the fridge or whatever. Yep. Um, and then at lunch, you just microwave, and you've got a healthy meal that you know every ingredient. Yep. And you know it's going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. And you know it's going to fill you up, and it's going to be good to your body. And at the end of the day, you might have had a crap day. Yep. But because you have fed your body with such great nutrients, your body can handle that stress. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so we're going to do this paleo thing. We are. All right. We're going to do it. All right. So, all right. We may have to, like, go shopping together or something. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. All right. All right. Yeah. Definitely got to do that. Definitely got to do that. Yep. All right. Well, that is awesome. I'm excited now. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's 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 always so much easier when you have someone to do it with. You know? I think so. Especially you, for me because I never know what to make. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love those cookbooks so much. It's like, I don't know what to cook. And, you know, Pinterest is a great place to find recipes. So. Oh, and you know that last woman that you talked about last week? Mm-hmm. Against the grain? Mm-hmm. Or against, against all, all grain? grain. Mm-hmm. It turns out, I didn't even realize this. I follow her on Facebook. Oh, Danielle? Yeah. Because <laughs> all of a sudden she popped up in my feed. I was like, okay, how does Facebook know we were talking about her? Because so she weird. hasn't like popped up in my feed. I don't know. I, I didn't even know I followed her. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently I have been. That's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. It was pretty funny. Pretty funny. But all of this talk mm-hmm. about dinosaurs and cavemen and metasauruses and veggiesauruses... <laughs> has brought us to what is hot in Arizona. And this week, you and I Mm -hmm. went to the land before time. We did. Didn't we? We were like cavemen. We were. We were like cavemen. (laughs) We went to Pangaea, land of the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Let me tell you something. Okay, so this is over in Scottsdale. In Snotsdale. I didn't say that. <laughs> it's at 9500 East Via de Ventura in Scottsdale. It's called the Arizona Boardwalk. Now, some of you may know this. It has the uh, Butterfly Wonderland over there. It's got the Odyssey Aquarium. There is a heck of a lot of stuff over here. Mm-hmm. A heck of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's two levels. 
Um, and there is so much to see and do. Let me tell you, you need to make a day of it. Absolutely. Especially if you have kids. Oh my gosh, kids would love this place. Oh my gosh. Love this place. And we place. saw some cute ones, didn't we? We did. All oh these cute gosh. little girls in their little princess dresses. There were a lot of little princesses. There were. I don't know what the deal was. It was like Princess Day. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know why I was here because I'm a queen. <laughs> so, but they were cute and they were adorable. And we went and, um, it's upstairs. No, it was downstairs. We ate upstairs. Right. It's downstairs. Pangea, Land of the Dinosaurs. You walk in, and of course, you know, little dinosaur gift stuff everywhere. It's not a very big place. No, it's pretty small. I was surprised. Was These small. dinosaurs are not life-size. No. They're big. They're big. But they're not life-size. And they move, and they make noises. They do move. Some of them are very evil looking. Some of them <laughs> yeah. are just absolutely <laughs> horrifying. I thought, God, what what little kid do you bring to this? It is seriously the, <clears throat> the stuff of nightmares. But you know how little kids love dinosaurs. And this place is really, really cool. It is. They do um, they do private tours, mm -hmm. like little group tours. Yep. If you and your family go, they have someone who will take you around and explain all the dinosaurs if you want to just do it by yourself on your own you can do that and they have touch screens where you can learn about the dinosaurs mm -hmm. um, again some of these dinosaurs are are hideous but some are <laughs> super super cute like triceratops i love triceratops very adorable and the brachiosaurus very adorable mm -hmm. uh, they also have a little passport which i thought was kind of cool that is cute you can go around with your little passport, and at each little station, they have um, a stamp, and you can stamp your little passport. And at the end, uh, after you've stamped all your little dinosaurs, you take it in there, and you get a little free gift. Mm -hmm. And they were kind enough to let us each pick a little free gift. Yep. And you got a little dinosaur. I did. And I got a fossil. I got a tooth. Mm -hmm, you did. Oh, it was that awesome. Was cool. Oh my gosh! It was like from a plesiosaur. I don't even know. Yeah, like <laughs> like the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, yeah, it's one of yeah. those. And so I got a tooth because yeah, they're losing teeth everywhere out there. So <laughs> it really is a very cool place. The dinosaurs are really cool. It's very clean. It's very easy to walk through. Very easy to walk through. It's a great place to get away from this heat. Yes. I would say little kids up to the age of about 10, maybe? Mm, probably. Yeah? Yeah. They have some areas in the back where you can do like a little excavation, or you can do a um, etching, an etching mm -hmm. which was really cool. They also had some other little displays that weren't open uh, because of the, the China virus. They have uh, dinosaurs you can actually ride. So yeah. eventually those will reopen, I'm sure. I'm sure. And it looks super cool. Um, I don't know if I would ride one, but, you know, I wouldn't be able to get off the damn thing. <laughs> uh, but it was really cool. Really super cool. You get to get up close and personal with these dinosaurs. And uh, they're really super nice people there. Super fun for the kids. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, we went upstairs <coughs> to the Pangea Grill and had lunch. Man, yeah. that was yummalicious. It was. It's Holy all, cow. It's all Greek food. It was really, it really Greek good. Food. 
the French fries, the Greek French fries, with some kind of lemon sauce with feta cheese. And that was delicious. Holy cow. That was really good. Oh, my God. I couldn't finish it all. Mm-mm. It was so filling. There was so much food. I had a, a chicken souvlaki pita, which was fantastic. I mm. liked it because the onions weren't overbearing. Right. I hate it when all you taste is onion. Right. Yeah, I don't too. like that. Yeah. But it was very good. The tzatziki sauce was very good. Um, it was very yummy. You had a... I had the grilled chicken Philly mm, pita, which is super good. delicious. had mushrooms and oh. all that stuff in there. And um, the pitas are, you know, just goes against the paleo diet, but the pitas were really, really soft. Yeah. They were oh, super the good. Were so good. And I had a Greek salad from my side, and oh my gosh, it was delicious. Oh, super yummy. So good. Yeah. Super yummy. How was your lemonade? I liked it. Yeah, strawberry lemonade. Yeah, strawberry lemonade. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. So, fun for a, a morning for the kids. It's real quick mm-hmm. to go through there. You could you could probably spend about an hour in there yeah. uh, with little kids doing all the stuff and looking at the dinosaurs. Um, you know, we didn't take that long. Nah. Which, you but know. But we don't have kids. Right. We don't, we have, don't little have little kids. kids. So, but it's, it's a nice... Nice thing to do if the kids are bored and need something to do. Uh, it's educational. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. A lot of fun. And then head on upstairs to the Pangea Grill. They're super nice up there. Yeah, they are. Super nice. Again, it's at 9500 East Via de Ventura in Scottsdale. Pangea Land of the Dinosaurs. It was so fun. Yeah. I had a good time. Had a good time. We're going to come back for some other stuff here because there's a lot to do. There is a lot to do. I can't wait to do Butterfly Wonderland. Oh, heck yeah. You know me and my butterflies. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yep. You and your little flutterbys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's about it for this week. Yeah. Time to go home and stay cool. Yes. I'm going to go jump in the pool, except, geez, the pool is like 90 degrees. It's like a... It's like a hot tub. It's like a big hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I won't. Anyway. But don't forget to uh, follow Hot in Arizona on Twitter. And don't forget to share this with your friends, especially those with kids if they need something to do. And let us know if you want to join us for our dive into paleo yes uh, you can follow me scarlet at heart prince az on facebook and instagram and me kelly on facebook and uh, instagram healthy heart and happy soul and we hope to see you next week have a great week everybody bye